0: Joining us for the Asri report uh, this week, we have uh, Dr. Imran Bakas. Imran assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, and welcome. Oh alaikum salaam
1: bunana. Thanks for having me as always.
0: So we focus on the ICG process. I mean it's passed, but its impact is still felt. What has been the most important benefit of South Africa's intervention?
1: Well, I think most people, well, a number of people will agree that, uh, you know, the crisis the Palestinians uh, have faced and are facing has been crying out for some sort of leadership. And I think countries, you know, particularly in the the Arab world, in the Middle East, have certainly not responded in the way that many had expected. So I think, you know, the one huge benefit uh, that I see in terms of what South Africa has done is offering global leadership, uh, you know, in a time of global crisis uh, and in a time when so many countries are so bound by their machinations of interactions with other countries, with the West, with the U.S., etc., that all of this has prevented them from uh, responding in an adequate way or in a a significant way to what uh, the people in Palestine have faced. And I think South Africa has shown you know, uh, that it's able not only to talk about solidarity, but it's able to do something really significant. And I think it's earned the respect of a number of
0: people across the world. What did, what did he do for our moral standing locally as well as globally? So, so, like we all know, and there's no need
1: to go over it. Uh, you know, South Africa has been facing, uh, you know, dismal coverage, uh, and uh, the world has been focused, and South Africa has been focused on how badly it's doing, particularly in terms of corruption and inequality, and serving the needs of South Africans. And many recall the kind of respect and moral authority that South Africa had during uh, the time of Mandela, you know, and his presidency. Uh, that began to be squandered, I think, later on during Mbeki. So I think, you know, the last week, or the week before, what we placed on display, you know, besides previously the rugby, was, uh, we had acted in the greater good of humanity. And I think even people and organizations and entities that have been hostile to, to, to the government, to the ANC, uh, you know, many came out in strong support. So I think we've kind of regained to some extent our, our moral authority, uh, which was missing. And I think, you know, this is something we, we, we quite badly needed to rescue our moral authority. Of course, there will be a huge pushback, I think, from the Israelis, from the Americans. And we're seeing that in the media. I mean, just a quick glance of the media will see how people are trying to delegitimate the ICG process you know, adopt really condescending attitudes to South Africa and uh, the stance it's taken. But uh, I think South Africa continues to hold its head up high.
0: The legal team got a lot of merit and and praise. Uh, Was it well received? No, no, absolutely. I think, you know, there are people like Professor Andre
1: Thomashausen, I think his name is, who's been engaging in this concerted effort in the media a number of radio stations in the Sunday Times, uh, you know, trying to delegitimate the process. But, you know, someone like him who has his roots in uh, apartheid intelligence, in military intelligence, uh, possibly to other intelligence agencies, historically, I don't think many people would take what he's saying too seriously. But I think by and large, you know, there's acknowledgement that South Africa offered a compelling case, you know, based in strong evidence, legal argument, uh, saying that the Israeli state is committing a genocide. And uh, we've also shown that, you know, we we have amongst the best in the world in our country in terms of human rights lawyers. So I think it was really heartwarming to see uh, what our lawyers have done and how brilliantly we can do as a country when we put forth our best people, you know, and we appoint them to the most urgent tasks and uh you know, many people had thought that the Israelis will present uh, a compelling case, but uh, we certainly, uh, you know, outshone them at uh, the ICJ process.
0: What do you think drove the pride that, that many South Africans felt, Iman? Yeah, I, I think quite, quite simply it's the courage, courage of the South African
1: decision, you know, to challenge the Israeli state. Most countries in the world, including, uh, you know, many of these Arab countries, I don't think have the same courage. Of course, they would talk about, you you know, their interaction with countries in the West and how it impacts on a whole range of things. So, too, does it for us, you know. Uh, But I think what most people were proud about uh, was that we had uh, the courage to stand up for oppressed people, to stand up against a really powerful state, and by implication, we were standing up against the US. You know, and I think it's a kind of turning point in international relations. But I also do think, you know, people are concerned about what the judgment would be. I think if the judgment goes against Israel, uh, then then it will be a huge victory for us. It would be something that has not previously happened. But if it goes in favor of Israel, despite all the evidence and the first-class legal arguments, uh, then I think, as many people have already suggested, you know, the rule-based international order is going to be called into question. I think its credibility uh, and how it's responding to humanity, uh, you know, the case of Western domination over the world, uh, I think all of this will be called into question.
0: Finally, then, what would you say are the lessons about the role South Africa can play in this, uh, in this context?
1: Yeah, you know, many people are talking about that. This is about uh, you know the ANC and its electoral ambitions, etc. You know, I, I don't think it has much to do with that. I think one we have to acknowledge that the ANC and Fata and the PLO share a historical relationship. So, and and the ANC has the courage to, and and the, sorry, the South African government has the courage to kind of uh, you know maintain that solidarity and stand on the side of oppressed people. Uh, And I think, you know, this turn to principled action should not be just a one-off thing. Uh, You know, I think the South African government should show that it has the ethical stance. Uh, And uh, in the future, one hopes that it also acts against uh, dictatorships, you know, in in, in Africa, in in many parts of Africa, including the DRC. Uh, I think there's a lot uh, in terms of the role that South Africa can play. Certainly, it's punching above its weight. Uh, And I think it's also showing that the global south and South Africa becomes a huge kind of representation of the global south uh, has a significant role to play in the world. And it's not only going to be countries of the world, uh, Western world. You know, we're going to challenge this unipolarity of the world. And I think as we approach a multipolar world, uh, South Africa is hopefully going to continue to play a really
0: significant role. Imran, is always shukran for your time. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Malik. Assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa That was Dr. Imran Bakis with this week's uh, Asri Report.